Hi, welcome back to my podcast, MJ's Mania. Today, I'm going to be interviewing a friend about having anxiety and depression. Welcome to the chat, or call. Hi. Hi. So, I'm going to be interviewing Ruby. So, let's dive right in. Okay. So, what do you diagnose mental illnesses do you have? I have diagnosed anxiety and depression. So the CDC says that a mental illness is a condition that affects a person's thinking, feeling, mood, or behavior, and that, and that it can include but isn't limited to depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, and schizophrenia. Do you think of your depression and anxiety as a mental Ill- illness? Why or why not? Yeah, I completely do because constantly is an everyday struggle to deal with some days it's worse some days it's better but you know you just gotta live life and realize that it can't hold you back are there any things that you found that really help when like if you get an anxiety attack or um, just just deep breaths and positive thoughts and I most of the time will play with slime or something if I get a panic attack and for depression you know just positive thinking and fake it till you make it because it seems to always make it feel better so you said you use slime when you get really anxious or getting anxiety attack so do you think it's fair that when brands market stuff as to help with anxiety do you think that's fair then or do do, in some ways that just gets you annoyed if it doesn't work because it's almost like they say it's supposed to help with this thing and it's not Every, it's different for every person. I know slime and stress balls and things seem to help a lot because you're able to like punch it or squish it really hard or something that just kind of lets you get everything out through like some action. Um, but it's different for every person. So no, I don't really think it's unfair because it does work for a lot of people. Yeah, that's a good answer. So you mentioned that it looks a really different for like all different people. Sometimes it looks like very noticeable obviously sometimes you can hardly notice it at all so when you get really depressed or really anxious what does that look like for you not a lot of people realize that I have anxiety and depression because honestly no one can really tell it's all completely mental like I just it just takes over my brain and I just have to like try to put those thoughts out of my head yeah so it's are there certain things that will trigger it for you? Um, no, for anxiety, honestly, um, it's not anything triggered. Sometimes I'll just randomly have a panic attack for, like, no reason. But with depression, most of the time, I just will, like, all of a sudden, just nothing, like, it feels like nothing I do is as enjoyable as it usually is. And it just kind of is spontaneous for me. Are there certain things that your brain seems to say over and over again in your head or stuff that like what when you get anxious or you get really depressed, what do you hear things going on in your head that like do you try to get yourself out of that, I guess, which is um, a question, but like for anxiety, yeah. it's mainly the idea of death that like terrifies me and not even myself, my parents and people I love. That's something that really triggers me. Um, but also, like, identity crises, that's also another thing just at our age. And um, 
with depression, it's constantly this weird feeling that, like, I'm in a room, but, like, my head is somewhere else. Like, I'm in a space, but, like, everything that's happening around me isn't actually going on. And one way that I kind of cope with that is watching a lot of TV because it's a way for me to, like, sink into another storyline and lets me relieve a lot of my my own problems, my own mental problems. But then again, that just causes more mental problems because TV is not a good way to do that. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Should have wrote it in town. Um, is, so you mentioned that not very many people can tell when you get an anxiety, pra- or that you have anxiety and depression. People that are really close to you, can they tell often when you're when you get really depressed or when you get an anxiety attack? And if no. so, what, and if so, what will will they do to help you? Not usually. Normally, they can't tell. But if I get one at home, and I try to moderate it, like if it's just like a small panic attack, I'm like, you know what? It's okay. Like, just take deep breaths, and I can usually help myself. But I know when it's really bad and usually then I'll go tell my parents and they'll like just help me breathe and take my mind off of it and like count backwards and with my friends that usually that's when it's at school and they'll just hold my hand and just like tell me to breathe and just make sure they know I'm safe yeah I get that um sorry So, obviously, you're in middle school, and middle school is real stressful. You were mentioning that you do get them at school. When you get a panic attack at school, like, other than having your friends there, like, what can you do, and what will trigger them? Um, I developed my anxiety over the course of COVID because it – and the thing is, is that everybody thinks it's it's because I was so worried about getting COVID. And actually, it's the exact opposite. I had no worries about COVID at all. But the COVID was just kind of like the last straw, I think, on my mental state. So every time I would get a panic attack during COVID, it would always be about other diseases. Like I'd worry that I'd have like a heart attack or something, like something really random and over the top. And I knew it wasn't true, but like I wouldn't be able to calm myself down. So when I first went back to school, when I first got one, I didn't really know exactly how to cope with it without my parents there. So I actually ended up having to call my mom. She came and she picked me up. She calmed me down. And then I went back to school. And my teachers are always so sweet about it. So you mentioned you were diagnosed with anxiety over the pandemic. When were you diagnosed with depression? So I wasn't actually diagnosed with anxiety. I was actually, I was diagnosed with anxiety at the same time I was diagnosed with depression. Um, And that was about, I'd say, five months ago. So do you think you had it before or do you think it got worse? Oh, yeah, it it was it was a lot worse during the pandemic. And um, I knew I had anxiety, but like I didn't I didn't like everybody kept telling me to go get it diagnosed even though I already knew that so it just kind of told me something I already knew but my anxiety has gotten so much better and one thing that's helped with depression too is running and just exercising which is something I hate to do but it does work when people so especially since the pandemic there's been a huge push to for companies and for society to like accept mental illness to talk about it to give 
work breaks and school breaks for mental illness. How does that make you feel? I think it's a really good thing and a suggestion that's just like a generally really good thing because um, people, like I know a ton of people who have anxiety and depression and I think like going outside, them taking um, recess away from middle schoolers was something that really did not help because you're just trapped in a building all day. And I think people, the teachers and counselors and stuff are really trying to make it easier for anxiety and different mental illnesses at school which I think is really good so obviously we've been talking about in school and how students don't have recess which studies have shown isn't helpful for mental states at all but how does it affect your schoolwork having anxiety and depression obviously you've mentioned is hard and that your teachers are often very supportive but your actual schoolwork how does it affect it It actually doesn't at all. The only thing that I could think of is, like, if I have a panic attack, obviously I'm going to stop for a second to deal with it. But, like, it doesn't really affect my schoolwork at all during this school day because I think I'm able to moderate it. Yeah. Are you able to, if you get an anxiety attack or um, get really depressed, are you able to push it aside and almost tell your body to save it for later that that, like, you can feel these feelings later, but that you're busy right now? Is that something that you are able to do? No, never. I, I don't. I think I could if I wanted to, but I never try to do that. I always deal with it. I diffuse it in the moment, and then I'm able to get back to my schoolwork. So, obviously, there's always been people who don't believe in mental illness, or and they don't believe in stuff that studies have really shown us. And studies have shown that mental illness is real and that it affects the youth population but how do does it make you feel when people don't believe you what that you have depression or that you have anxiety no one's ever not believe me but one thing that does kind of bug me is when people are like they don't fully accept the fact that you have a mental illness unless it's diagnosed like I know a lot of people who are like well I, my parents don't want to spend $100 to go into a doctor's office and just have them tell me something I already know. So that does kind of bug me when people are like, but you have to have a diagnosed to tell people that you have anxiety. And I'm like, no, because that's not fair. So you mentioned just now how people sometimes say that their parents don't want to go spend $100 to get it looked into if they have anxiety or if they have depression. So what do you see for the future? Like, what would you want society to do to help people that have anxiety and depression to help them? So um, I think it's more affordable to get tested and it's not something that you need to get tested on. Um, I think honestly, just I, it's the same kind of thing with like homophobia or racism or something. People, it's just something that people need to realize that they need to stop just telling people that it's not true. It's not like, doesn't exist if it's not diagnosed that people just there's always going to be those people in the world but we just need to limit it so how would how do you think we should help those people who don't believe in stuff like that especially when it's in kids when kids in school you mentioned you haven't met anyone like this but obviously there's probably some people there who maybe don't speak up their opinions but keep it to themselves or maybe they do speak their opinions at different schools and such or even maybe you haven't even talked to them but who don't believe in mental illness. So how do you think we should combat that when they're at such a young age? 
So that it's well, correct. probably just show them a lot of articles and show them that it does really exist. And if they're still pushing it, if they're still pushing back on it, separate yourself from them and tell other people to separate themselves from them. How do you think schools should deal with kids who have, when I say deal with kids, I mean like help them. How do you think schools should help people who have mental illness? Well, um, I think just make it less of a weird thing to have to go to a school counselor. Like, I know they've been really good about opening up the, like, ableness to have um, school counselors talk about that stuff. But I know a ton of people who are like, I'm not going to go talk to a school counselor. I'd rather just talk to one of my friends. So I think maybe just make it, like an easier thing to do. And I don't know exactly how someone would be able to do that to like make it more comfortable, but like maybe make it as a more open discussion or do it over a voice call where you can, you don't have to like sit in a room with them. Yeah. So you mentioned that people don't like talking to other people about what's going on in their head and in their mental state. Do you find it helpful for you personally? Do you find it helpful to talk to someone and talk through what you're going to, like to go to the school counselor and explain what you're going to and see how she can help you? Um, The school counselor and the therapist, those have both been things that like people have suggested to me, but I just don't like, I will literally just meet someone and share my entire mental state with them because I barely know them. But the idea of purposely going a place just to talk about what's, what mental illness I have makes me very uncomfortable and I just like rather not do that but talking to my friends and parents is always just so helpful and I I like it a lot more than the idea of going to a therapist so just the thought of talking to a therapist you said I'm like actually talking through what you're going through purposely you said you didn't like why like I don't know. Do you ever just get that feeling like kind of like that feeling when you're about to go on stage or like you're about to talk to a big group of people kind of like stage fright, but like, you know, none of them are going to judge you, but like, you're still nervous about it or like singing a song in front of your friends where you're like, you know, they're not going to judge you because they're your friends, but still it's awkward. That's what it feels like. Yeah. What you're going through, like, when you have an anxiety attack or when you get really depressed, do you ever relate it to what someone else is going through and be, because I know other people who have had anxiety and depression, they talk about, like, they think, well, they're not depressed, why do I have to be depressed, why can't I just think normally, does that ever go through your brain? No, because I actually, I won't mention any names, but I have two friends who um, both are going through a mental thing where they are both going through anxiety and depression too. And they, they both very relate to me, which I, I love to talk to them about that. And I never, I, I feel like everybody with a mental dis and mental illness always wishes that they didn't have it or they didn't want to have to think like this, but the best thing to do is just accept the fact that it's there and live with it and deal with it on a daily basis. On your day-to-day, is it pretty manageable? Oh, yeah, totally. But overall, like, do you see times when you think back and you're like, oh, I got really, I got really anxious this month or really yeah. depressed that 
month. Does that ever happen? Oh, yeah, all the time where I'm like, oh, yeah, but I actually haven't had a serious panic attack in, like, here. I think over seven months. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and I've had a few afflictions where I've been, like, very depressed at the moment, but then I just do things that I usually enjoy, and it makes me feel better. You said you hadn't had a serious panic attack. What is, in your mind, like, a serious panic attack? Well, I have this one feeling where basically everything, I can't even, like, rationalize anything, and basically everything is just crazy busy going around in my brain, and I get really nauseous, and, like, I feel like I'm going to poop for some reason. I don't know why, but then I also get very hot and, like, I feel like I can't breathe and I just can't rationalize anything. That's a serious panic attack for me, but milder ones are just where, like, I might have an anxious thought where I know it could possibly turn into one of those and I'm able to rationalize it and just be like, it's fine, you're okay, and if this thing happens, you have people here who are willing to help you and who want to help you. Yeah. So when you tell you, sorry to backtrack a little, but you mentioned that you will meet a stranger and just say your entire mental state. Do you, like, do they ever try to help you? Have you ever gotten people who get concerned about you? And if so, like, what have they tried to do? Normally, and um, normally when I say strangers, I mean like people I've met and I've like hung out with or talked to for like an hour who I know are kind of going through the same thing. That way, it's easier to just spill the whole thing to them, and they'll be like, wow, okay. And, like, it's not even because I want them to respond or try to, like, help me, just because I want to, like, get it all out and just put it into a vessel that I won't have to deal with. Yeah. Um, when people – so, there are so many stereotypes. Our world is full of stereotypes. But I feel like some of the big groups are especially mental illness. I feel like when – most people think of someone who has depression, they just think they are constantly sad all the time or won't get out of bed. Or someone who has anxiety is just constantly, like, anxious, I guess, is the word. Just, like, constantly, like, what's going on, what's going on, and jittery. How does that make you feel? Like, Well, I know a lot of people who aren't afflicted with a mental illness think that way, which, I mean, like, I kind of get it because you have nothing to really relate to. But most of the time with depression, when I was younger, I used to think, oh, if you have depression, it's never going away. It's always going to be there, and you're just going to deal with it. It's like getting sick, but then you're sick forever, you know? But um, with depression, it comes and goes depending on how you're active, how you're socializing, if you're being active, and what, what thoughts you're thinking. So it really depends at different times and how you're just living. Do you think that in your life, I guess this is, do you think that you can see yourself getting, being able to just get rid of your depression or your anxiety just, like, forever? I think it'll always be there, but I know I'm able to moderate it, and just I just have to realize that it might be there, but I can still enjoy life. Yeah. So there are, obviously, we've seen in television shows and movies things about people who take pills or pills for anxiety and depression have you ever had to take pills and if you don't feel comfortable answering I understand oh no I completely I was thinking about maybe 
taking depre- pills for depression, but I have not taken any medication or gone to therapy for my depression or anxiety ever. What what would make you take pills or what wouldn't make you take pills? If a doctor decided that that would probably be the best course of action and I agreed, then I most likely would. But um, when I talked to a doctor, they said that the best course of action would probably be therapy or just moderate it depending on what you feel is right. Do you have do you have to see a special doctor a blank amount of times a year or do you not have to see a special doctor at all because of your anxiety and depression? No, um I just met with I did a voice call once and they diagnosed me with anxiety and depression and they said that um a therapist would probably be the best course of action and that was just kind of the end of it. So how come you haven't done therapy, therapy if a, even if a therapist recommended or a doctor recommended it? Because, A, I just don't really feel comfortable with that. Um, also, exercising really helps with my depression, and it's a lot better. And um, also, therapists, because of the pandemic, are booked so solidly. Like, I know someone at our school who um, – tried to get a therapist appointment for, like, over a year and finally got one, like, three months away. Wow. And your thinking is almost there are, like, you just don't want to wait the time or there are people who... That is actually kind of, like, an excuse because, honestly, again, I just, like, it would be so uncomfortable for me to just, like, go and randomly talk to a person. So it's just kind of another reason that I don't want to go. Yeah, I understand that. So I think we're starting to come to the close of our episode. Is there anything else you think should be said or that you want to say? Um, two things. First thing is that um, if you have anxiety and depression, honestly, I'm going to tell you it's not going to be like this forever. You can get through it and it'll be okay. And second thing is thank you for having me. And my I actually have a podcast too. It's called the world around us and I will be interviewing MJ on my podcast too so go check it out okay bye thank you for listening to MJ's mania please make sure to subscribe and comment if you'd like me to do a particular episode or if you would like me to talk to you about something like Ruby said if you have anxiety and depression Just know that you're loved, and especially if you have really bad anxiety and really bad depression, just remember that you're loved and that there are people you can talk to. If you're in school, go to a counselor, or even just talking to a friend can be really helpful. So I'll leave you on that note. Thanks again for listening. Make sure to subscribe.